Hey everybody, welcome back to the I Think Biblically podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. I'm joined once again by my beautiful wife, Brianna. Hello, it's good to be here. So I hope everybody's doing good. We got a good topic we're going to be talking about today. Thursdays sure come around fast. It seemed like it's always a crunch just to get everything all put together and trying to find direction. But we believe we have a good topic, something the Lord laid on our hearts just to kind of get into his word and see what it had to say about it. But before that, uh, Brianna, what is some memories you have of childhood like just good memories you look back onto that you I remember this when I was a kid what a good day it was or something well, like that was my mom and dad there oh do I need to get closer to this thing oh yeah sure. oh <laughs> okay well with my mom and dad there was a few good memories that I can think of I guess um with and with my brother Adam um there was we was in the semi and uh we was on our way I think we was like in Florida or something and we went to Disney World, and there was there was signs that says you might get wet and stuff. And then we didn't think that was like anything. And then we got somehow we ended up on this ride, and we was going up this big mountain thing, and we went down really really fast, <laughs> and it was really scary. And my dad really couldn't get on rides like that because he had heart problems and stuff. But right. we didn't know that's what it was. <laughs> we thought it was just like um like a maze or something. And that was a pretty fun time. And then with Bobby Bimbim and Daddy George Lee, uh, let's see, what can I say about them? Um, <laughs> well, we we had a lot of good times together. Like they pretty much spoiled me and made me a little brat that you I am. You guys was uh, very adventurous. It seemed like you and your aunt and uncle mm. was always uh, doing something or going yeah, somewhere. Like, so yeah, we was always doing something like going to the zoo or going. The Six Flags, they put me in a lot of beauty pageants. Like, that was, like, our main go-to, is beauty pageants. And For those who don't know, that's where she met me at. Not a beauty, not a beauty <laughs> pageant, but at a zoo. She <laughs> seen me in a cage, and she just decided to break me out, and here I am. <laughs> no, but we had a lot of good times with them, too, and uh, something... They wasn't really godly, you right. know, right. parents, either on either side. Right. On either side, it was just like, I didn't really, I, I didn't have a godly mom and dad, or my mom and dad really wasn't godly, but my grandma Noel was godly. Right. And she, I know she always prayed for me and stuff, and she took me to church every time she could get a chance to. <laughs> right. And that's something that's truly uh, valuable is prayer, something that truly makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, I had a lot of good childhood memories. That's what I was going to, I was fixing to ask you. Uh, Here, I think you should talk for a Okay, well, sorry you. if the audio kind of goes up and down. We're sharing one mic, so there's <laughs> still little kinks and things we need to work out, 
our goal is always to improve the podcast and hopefully down the road we are going to get better sound equipment both have our own mic different things like that and if you're just now listening uh the first episode i posted onto the podcast was uh, the importance of god's word and i was really uptight just really (laughs) nervous so please don't listen at that one episode and just be like man this ain't no good we're find something different we're trying to improve every episode, and I'm trying to loosen up a little bit more. I don't have a great sense of humor. I'm just kind of dull. And... It's hard to get on here and talk. It really is. Then you just you want to make sure you're led by God, and not just of yes. yourself and stuff. And it so, just it makes you nervous. It does. So we're definitely trying to improve. So please bear with us. Don't listen just one time and throw <laughs> us away. But so tell me some of your childhood memories. Some good, uh, one or two good ones. One or two good ones. Uh. I have so many, so many good memories. Uh, I guess some of my my best childhood memories was just uh, going to places with my dad and brother, doing different things. Like I liked when my dad would take uh, me and my brother to work together. Me and yeah. me and Dylan would always end up fighting, but my dad <laughs> just had a way of making things fun. Like would stop and would get something to eat and set out at a park or something or a graveyard a cemetery they would go to a cemetery and eat for some reason they think it's cool or something and that's we're not meaning that like in a gothic way or some kind of weird (laughs) crazy way but i don't know my dad just it was a good place to they think it's pleasant to pull over i'm doing my fingers pleasant she's finger quoting me right now (laughs) but i have a lot of good memories and they're all with my family and uh, just different little things we've done. And never nothing major. We didn't go to a lot of great places like Niagara Falls or <laughs> some big national park. We've done simple things, but my dad would take us fishing all the time. Uh, my dad would take us hunting, like bird hunting, squirrel hunting, just different <laughs> little things like that. I have good memories sharing with my cousins, different things. But I can also relate to Brianna. I didn't have a Christian mom or dad, either one. I had a great mom and dad, just from a worldly perspective. My mom and dad loved me, and I don't claim to be the best dad or best husband, but half of what I am, I truly, uh, I give credit to my mom and dad. My dad always showed what a true father was and what a true husband was. My dad would go to work, provide for his family, come home, always make time for my mom, always make time for us. He never just treated us as like a project or just something like a task or a chore. You met talk to your kids for a little bit. My dad truly enjoyed being around us and sharing time with us. And that is something that's, I guess, just been instilled in me over the time you know i love my time with my boys i love spending time with you so i love spending time with things you. like that you learn but things that i was neglected in was uh godly character things about the lord you know i was taught basically taught i was taught one thing growing up and it was if you're gonna be saved i didn't even know nothing about being saved but this is always what if you're gonna be saved you you make up your mind and you do it. You don't be like you don't get saved one day and then back out the next, get saved the next day and just back and forth. It's not a roller coaster up and down. It's not a game. You're either gonna do it all the way or don't do it at all. That's basically all I got told about the Lord. Me and my brother talk about it still, like right to the day. We only had one godly influence in our family really that had my my granny and grandpa was christians but i don't know it's just it was a weird 
thing really did it, and he wasn't very educated and things, so you didn't hear too much about from their side. But we had an aunt, and she was truly a godly influence in our life. You know, I yeah, remember looking back, and <laughs> she still is a mighty woman of God today. Shout yes. out to my aunt Lisa. Uh, she would always try to raise her my two cousins in the best of way she would always different things me and my brother was allowed to do you know we could play any video game we could watch any kind of movie any kind of music we could yeah. we could do all that and there were certain things that my cousins could not do and me and my brother would say man why is she so mean she's such a, a, a yeah. like a, a killjoy or something and we didn't understand it, but I can truly look back now and be like, my God, I understand what she yeah. was doing, you know, so. Thankful that she actually yes. did that, and what your so. mom and dad probably did. Yes, but to add on to that, and then we'll get into the topic, my mom and dad is both saved today. My mom was the first one saved in our family. I come shortly after. My dad was a lot longer pro uh, process of getting saved, but he is saved now, and truly different people than what the first was, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thank God for those who have held me up in prayer, even my mom before I got saved. I truly believe her prayers is what's brought me to where I am today, that that was something the Lord kept being persistent dealing with me because my mom wouldn't give up yeah. praying for me. But anyway, guys, we're talking about childhood stories for one reason, and that's because that's what our topic is going to be about. We're going to be talking about raising kids from a biblical perspective, and there's probably going to be a lot of things we will miss, but... We're going to try to do our best in a short time frame. I know when I first started these ep uh, pod when I first started the podcast, I said I would try to keep it from the 15 to 20 minute mark. That is so hard to do yes. when you were trying to cover anything at all. We've probably been, I didn't even check the time, but we've probably been like, we've been 10 minutes, guys, and we ain't even got into <laughs> the topic yet. And you say, well, stop rambling about crazy stuff and get into it. But we just want to take our time and talk slow and try to present the truth. So yep. if and you it's guys... it's good to just, get, just have a little conversation for, at first and right. then get into it. It just, so I don't know, if, it makes it seem more If you real. guys wouldn't mind, we're going to try to maybe up the length of the episodes to maybe 35 to 40 minutes somewhere there we will not right. try to go over yeah. the 45 minute mark somewhere we'll try in to keep it as short as we can yes but, but there might be something that gets a little bit more lengthy we will definitely yeah. try not to have an Depends hour long one gives us, I yes guess. <laughs> but with that being said we're gonna start by reading a bible verse it is found in psalms 127 verse 3 and it says lo children are are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And first getting into this topic, I want to get this out of the way so we know this. Kids are truly a gift from God. They are truly something I believe, and I'm not just talking about, okay, you got them, they're a gift, but it's truly a miracle, even the way yes. children are brought into the world. You know, I remember when Brianna, I remember when you first got pregnant, I remember just thinking, man, this is scary. And yeah, I'm, I'm, so I'm scary. saying that from the guy perspective, yes. you know, imagine, I can't imagine right. things you went through, but yeah. There is truly a life that is being brought into this world with inside of you. I mean, yes. it's just something we won't get into all so that. But scary. it is truly a miracle the way yes. God has 
the way God brings things about and how, how he works that out. So it is truly a gift from God. I truly look at our kids as a gift from God. They're yes. high again. They're definitely not <laughs> angels or saints, but I truly think I don't that... think any kid is really, but <laughs> no. they're but... still all miracles and a gift from God. Yes. And with that gift comes the responsibility of raising them to fear and serve the Lord. That that's the main thing we're gonna get yeah. at into this uh, episode is they are a gift from God. It is truly an heritage that the Lord's given us. That's our inheritance. He's given us that as a blessing, as a reward to us. Children are a gift. But with yeah. that gift, we now have the responsibility of having to raise those little children. Yeah. And Brianna, what is some struggles you've had as a parent, as a mom, raising? Um, well, it's hard to always, like... Sorry, I just keep getting farther away from this mic. (laughs) Um, I have trouble like letting him like watch TV and stuff, like being on guard of like what what's he watching, what's he doing. Like, don't don't take your eyes off of him for a second and think that they're not going to get into trouble or there's like saints or something already (laughs) because they're not. And the world is just always bringing up stuff that's just going to tear them down and it's just it's scary it's scary in, to the, in this world that they got to live in and um so what's I your guess favorite thing of being a parent my my favorite thing my favorite thing is feeding them <laughs> i love putting their little forks or spoons to their little mouths and watching them just take their little bites it just i don't know it, <laughs> it makes me have a joy and i tell them i love them each time they take a bite <laughs> I really do. But I love everything about them. Mm-hmm. I love bathing them, dressing them for the day, picking out their clothes. I don't like doing their laundry very much. <laughs> <laughs> laundry is my least favorite thing to do. I love to cook for them, play with them, yeah. everything. What about you? What's your Struggles. hardest? Yeah, what's your hardest struggle uh, of being a dad? My struggle as being a dad is truly I I just want my kids to love me, and I, that sounds so, I guess, corny. They do or, love you. It sounds corny or weird, but this is what I mean by this. I There's a relationship I have with they my dad that's just unexplainable. Like, I just look up to my dad, and I truly, I want my kids to look up to me that way. Like they Wendy, do look up to you. I want them, whenever they see me, to know my dad's always got my best interest at yeah. heart I, I and it's a struggle sometimes when you see them doing something and you got to tell them like hey don't that, do this wrong. or son you can't that's hard for me I guess just kind of the discipline, discipline. And, and punishment thing because yeah. I always I want them I want to be somebody that they feel that they can trust or look up to so yeah I guess me just being crazy uh my struggle is just I don't know, just trying to make for sure I'm being the dad that I should be and that they would want me to be. When they get older, they can look back on me like I had a good dad. My dad loved me unconditionally, you know. So that, yeah. I don't know if that would really be considered a struggle, but that's, I guess, what I would consider one. And then the good times, uh, one of my favorite things is hearing them call me dad. <laughs> I will never forget 
when Finney Four very first started talking, and I heard which his, was a long time. It took him. He, he said, "Mom." He said, "Bottle." He said, "Car." I think he said a lot of stuff before he before said, he said uh, "Dad, Dad." But Cohen, once he started, though, guys, he did not quit. Yeah, no. Cohen said, now, "Dad, Dad" first. No, Cohen Drake, our second. He said, "Dad, Dad." That was like his first word. It was an it early was. word, and that's all he said yeah. for like a long time. He still he says didn't it say a lot mama right for now. a long time. He got me on that one, but but Bethany Four said. When I heard Finny Four first say Dada, and it just, I don't know, it's just something about, I love hearing him, Daddy, I need you, or just, just, I, I, I Daddy, love, yes, I love being wanted by my kids, I don't know, there's just some, there's just, a, maybe it's just me being selfish or something, but <laughs> I love knowing my kids want me, and just, like, they the know I can do something, like, I love, my Finny Four yeah. is really into video games, so yes. when he needs help, he'll say, oh, no, Mommy, you don't know how to do this, my yeah. Daddy does, and I don't yeah. know, that just melts my heart, I just love, <laughs> no, I love thinking my boy thinks I know how to do something, but I truly don't, but, you know, it's just, he thinks I do, so, uh, anyway, I guess that's my my uh struggle and the good side the of good things, things. <laughs> so brianna we're gonna talk about a bible verse and it is in proverbs 22 and 6 it says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it kind of talk kind of so. talk about that for a minute okay well, I was reading this book last night, and I wrote down what it, a little bit of it, what it said. It's it's pretty weird because it was talking about children into it and raising up kids. And it says, uh, does the way I'm raising my son or daughter reveal that I'm a loving mom or just a mom in love with my child? A pushover who's easily swayed by their t- uh, tears, tantrums, and ever-changing mood swings. If there's rarely anything you do that doesn't feel like love to them, then you may wonder if they like everything you do and the way you do it you may be a mom in love with your child who needs to work on being true truly loving because love is not child's play it's serious business and our children needs parents who are on the job and uh, it's hard to raise up a kid in this world with everything going on you really gotta watch what you do watch it's it's fine for like a kid to see you see like okay say I'm cooking or whatever and I'm not like I like I pray and stuff when I cook and or sometimes even listen to like gospel music or whatever and instead of like saying like when you burn yourself and there's people that just like cusses like oh you know but when my kids see me praying or something when I'm cooking it's something good like they see it they it's like I'm actually living it out instead of just you know just saying it it says train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it is that the one we're at yeah yes um it says raising my son or daughter. I only have sons, but um, <laughs> I want them to love me for like being a good mom. Right. And uh, they they're all the time crying and having tantrums and stuff. But <laughs> I I don't want to be the mom that just say oh I'm you know just like when they're having a tantrum and I'm just being mean to them. I don't want to be that kind of mom either. But I don't want to just give them everything they want. Right. There's definitely a fine line to follow. What's your thoughts on that verse? Well, one thing I want to talk about, this verse would probably be one of the most popular Bible verses for parents. 
and I children. Most one it's it's quoted. something that's, that's quoted. Oh, train yes. up a child in the way he should go. When he's old, he will not depart from it. And while it is one of the most popular Bible verses, I believe, relating to parents and children, I believe it's also in return one of the most misunderstood yes. Bible yeah. verses. Because okay, when we read that, she a lot of people in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. We take that almost. A lot of people say that's a promise. Okay, well that is clearly not a promise within the Word of God. That is not, and because of people understanding, okay, hey, that's a promise, and people have thought that is a promise. Well, if I train my child up in the ways of the Lord, like if I bring him up into the church and and let him hear the gospel from an early age and all these things, when he gets old, he will not uh, depart from it. Lord, you you, you promised it. That is not a promise. You know, many people have got hurt by this because there has been godly mothers and fathers who has took the time out and truly dedicated their lives to raising godly children and when the children has grown up they have walked away they have denied the faith so then that's caused people to lose their faith and saying lord i done my part as a mother or a father now here's my son and he is so far so distant from you so I done my part, Lord, but you you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. And what the, yeah. what the end result of that was, guys, is people got hurt in the Lord. Their faith got let their faith uh, just kind of fell off, and they, they they drifted from the Lord because they felt they done their part, but God did not do His part. But if mm-hmm. you would truly understand this Bible verse clearly for what it is. It is a truth statement. It is not a promise. It is just a truth claim. You've got to remember the book of Proverbs is a book of wise sayings. It gives you a bunch of truths. So this verse here about training up a child in the way he should go, it is a truth claim that if we will raise up our kids in the way of the Lord, it is not a promise that they will not turn from it, but it is a truth that still holds true for the majority of kids. You know, you look at kids who did not have a godly mother or father or a mother or father at all versus a kid or children that had godly parents. The one who had mm-hmm. godly parents is ten times more likely to end up in ministry, serving the Lord, and becoming somebody who fears and reverences the Lord versus those without that kind of discipline and structure who drifted. I can truly testify to that myself. Yeah. I did not have parents who raised me godly. And you say, well, you're saved now. What's up? It was just be- the mercy and grace of God. I went to yeah. church services for just no reason at all, just because I was just bored or whatever. And through yeah. that, God spoke to me. So it is not a promise, but it is a truth claim that still holds true to the day. If we would truly raise up our children in the ways of the Lord, it's it instills something into them. You know, it's, it's not a guarantee they're not going to turn from it, but the likelihood of them going down wrong roads is really minimized. It's cut down a lot more than if you just take the Lord out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, that you're going to end up down dead ends and end up in destruction. You're pushing the Word of God in them, not forcing it again, but presenting it, living a life that's representing it. It's going to make a difference. Yeah. So we'll go on to another area we're going to talk about. Children need discipline. And this is a hard one for me and Brianna both. But we're going to all read a Bible verse, and I'm sure you got some too. Uh, Proverbs 13 and 24 says, He that spareth his rod hates his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. That means like more than once. So, Brianna, what do you kind of... Okay, um, 
Was that one of our kids? Hang on just a second, guys. She is going to run away and check on our kids. Uh, It says that he that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. And you know, it is so easy to get into a place where, and right now for me and Brianna, it's really difficult. We have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. So the one-year-old is kind of hard right now. Just to, You can't correct him on every single little thing. Like, okay, he does this. It, it's simple little things. And some things, it's just, it's over his head right now. He cannot understand. And then with Finny 4, Brianna just got back. We'll let her I'm jump back, in in so. a second. <laughs> but with Finny 4, I'm talking about how it's kind of hard right now. What about I'm talking about the Proverbs 13 and 24. It's kind of hard right now for Cohen. He's only one, like... There's only so much you can correct him on right now. He don't fully understand. So discipline for him looks a lot different than discipline for Finny 4. And then maybe you guys have kids that is up older. So discipline for your 9-year-old, per se, may look a lot different than our discipline for for a 4-year-old. So there's different levels of that. And you must work that out within your marriage, within your boundaries, with your kids, you know, and kind of go from there. But we'll let Brianna take over. I got um, Proverbs 29 and 17. It says, correct thy son, and he shall give thee rest. Yeah, he shall give delight unto my soul. Um, it's Sometimes it's hard to correct Definitely. your son because you don't want to be mean. You don't right. want to be pushy. But they need to be corrected oh, definitely. no matter what. Even if it's hard for the mother and father to correct them, they still have to be corrected. Yes, yes. And in Proverbs 29 and 15, it says, The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. And you know, uh, my mom had, she wasn't raised by her mother and father. She was raised by her, I guess it was like her grandparents, I believe. That's a bad thing. You don't even know who raised your mom. I thought, says, I thought she says it's her aunt and uncle. Oh, her aunt and uncle, my bad. She was raised by her aunt and uncle. Okay, her aunt and uncle had... The philosophy, Brianna's having to go check on Cohen again. I think we heard him crying. My mom's uh, aunt and uncle that raised her had the philosophy that if you told your kid no or you just didn't give them everything they wanted, you was a bad parent. That made that made that mean uh, that you did not love them and you was just being mean to them. So my mom growing up was one of the biggest brats. If you listen to this mom, I'm just going by what you told me. Don't be too mad. Um, my mom was one of the biggest brats that you could get. I mean, she would sass her her elders. She was just, I mean, really bad. Just had a bad mouth, really mean, really rude. Not just to uh, those raising her, but to everybody. I mean, I, I've heard stories about my mom all my life, how mean and, and honory she was. So... That is what come along with not having a mother and father to raise you with uh, guidelines and, and discipline. A child must be disciplined. They must have that that guidance in their life, that structure. And, you know, it is not going to kill a child to hear the words, no. It is not going to kill a child to hear them say, okay, you cannot do that. There's just some things, you know, even right now, there's times... Finny Four wants to do things, and maybe it's a past his bedtime, and he gets he gets away with a little bit later bedtime than what he should have, but then there comes that point where we're like, okay, son, no, you cannot do this. You have to go to sleep, and 
he don't like that. There's times, you know, things we tell him not to do. You know, there was a time when he used to like playing with the oven door and we always had to get him for it. And every time he would mess with that oven door, we would have to correct him for it and tell him not to. And the end result was him always crying. But we knew that there could possibly be a time that that oven would be hot and he would pull down that door and burn himself. So yeah, Finny Four was the first one. So yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we seen something that he did not. And that is something you guys, we need to remember as parents. Your child might not like being disciplined and corrected, but yeah. we are older. Hopefully you have more common sense than what your child does. And you know things right now that they do not. So you know what could be the end result, that it could only harm them. And we as parents must look ahead and say, no, we got, there's some things we got to correct. There's some yeah. things we got to, we got to get this right. We got to discipline them in the right way. So Brianna, yes. you can kind of take over from there. Okay. Um, what is my responsibility as a Christian parent? Pray, number one, pray for our children constantly. Number two, teach them the ways of the Lord. Number three, be a living example of Christ to them. Amen. That's number one. Like that to me, like, like that should have been number one. Right. You got to be a living example. Yes. And a lot of times that's hard to do too. Definitely. Uh, number four, discipline them in the same manner the Lord disciplines us. Oh, yes, definitely. That's a good one. Don't you have a Bible verse? Oh, yes, I have some. One? I have some stuff there. You know... In the same way when we get out of the way as Christians or we do something wrong, our Heavenly Father disciplines us. And He does it in a way that it's not to harm us or to hurt us or to push us down. But anytime you read through your Bible, if you are, hopefully I pray anybody listening to this is a Bible reader, you get into your Word often. Get into it with us. Just get your Bible out and go along with us. Um, you will see through the Bible often that God's people did something wrong and he had to correct them and he had to send things their way. But it was never to the point to destroy them or to cast them off. But it was yeah. always to bring them back to a right place with him. That was the end motive. Anytime he had to correct them or punish them, the motive was love, that he wanted to bring them back to the right position. So just like when we get out of the way, our Heavenly Father has to discipline us not to harm us, not to be mean, but because he loves us. That should also be our motive for disciplining our children is love, to correct them and show them the right way. And in Proverbs 3, verses 11 and 12, it says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, even as a father, the son, and whom he delights. So see, guys, just because you correct your kids from a biblical perspective, you know, maybe the world today said, and we have a lot of crazy stuff going on in 2023, 2024, we're into now. There has been some wacky laws passed or some yes. some wonky things going on, but the world today is pushing you to let your kid choose whatever they want, gender, uh, uh, attractive, whatever, they, all kinds of stuff, whatever they want to watch, whatever. But we have to yeah. correct them. We have to guide them and direct them. If And that, if you do that out of love. For whom the Lord loves, yes. the Bible says he corrects, even as a father, the son in whom he delights. So the Bible like links love with correction. That is how a right. father shows love because he's correcting his son. You know, it would be easy if you don't care. You just throw up your hands and be like, okay, do whatever you want. I don't care. But because you love them. There's a lot of people that think it's mean, though. Yes, I touched like, on that. Did I you? Touched, yeah, I touched on that 
uh, how my mom was like when she was growing up one of the biggest brats ever because <laughs> her aunt brat. and uncle like did not ever tell her no. Yeah, tell her like. And Brianna can even testify to this. Yeah. I'll let her share that with you. My aunt and uncle, they never did discipline me at all. I could go, I could do anything and it's not wrong. For real. <laughs> She's still like it's, that today. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I never did get disciplined. And I, I honestly wish I would have. there Because I probably wouldn't have done things that I've done and stuff. And been places that I've been. But my mom and dad, they kind of... They was more the correcting parents, mm. kind of. Like, I didn't really get in trouble for very much. But they kind of did say, my dad would say, stand over here, I'm going to beat you for doing this or whatever. It's mostly for fighting with Adam. That's all I ever got in trouble for. But, um, I, that's, I was never really, like, corrected and stuff and disciplined. Now, but from, I wish it would have been. From my side of things, I got disciplined three times a day, <laughs> sometimes with bricks. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm quoting Lilo and Stitch, the movie, if somebody <laughs> don't know what that was from. But... The Bible says in Revelation 3 and 19, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Your child, just like us. I mean, guys, for real, be honest. Who likes being corrected? Nobody, Sometimes it's hardly. not easy. It makes you feel it's weird. It's so for grown up. Not for me, myself, when I get corrected by God, I've... It's hard it's sometimes. Hard. Just, your stomach kind of like, like, you know, kind of like, get like that little sick feeling in your stomach. Yeah. You kind of get nervous. It, it's not an enjoyable thing. Like but, when your dad says, come over here, you're going to get a whooping. It makes right. you sick. You know, I, I, I remember whenever I, growing up in my family, I didn't have Christian parents, but I had strict parents. My mom and dad, you said. Your well, mom you, and dad was really, really you, strict. I just said a minute ago, I could play games and listen to music and watch. I could do all that, Did but my do? mom and dad had strict rules. Like, like he had to go to bed at like 9 o'clock. I had bedtimes. I had times. He had bedtimes when he was like 16. <laughs> I, I had bad times. I <laughs> he had, even got his phone taken away. I've never, ever got my phone taken away. I had me. times whenever I had to have my phone put away at a certain time. I had strict parents for stuff like that. My mom and dad. And at the time, I'll tell you, I, I hated them. I'd always say, man, when I, I get older, I wanted to punch them in the face for I it. never did get grounded but at all whatsoever. I look back now, and some things wasn't very orthodox. Maybe the approach <laughs> things, the, the motive might have been good, but the means by which he was trying to bring it about maybe wasn't the best way. And well, it made you a good man. So. I can, I can truly say though today I have not suffered from nothing they done like that. The it truly taught me morals and values and things I appreciate today. So that is where I'm going to get at. And we're going to try not to be much longer. We got a few more things to cover, but while your child might might not like being disciplined and corrected. As a child, they, they might say that it's unfair, you're being mean, but when they truly get older and they see the fruit that it will produce in their life, because like right now I can look back times, I thought my mom and dad was being unfair, punishing me, correcting me and things. I thank God for the times he did. It taught me how to be a moral person, a person with standards, yeah. a, a person that's just, uh, that knows there's limits to things and that there's portions to things, so... They might not like it at the moment, but guys, they will appreciate it down the road because it's going to be things yeah. that will spare them from a lot of heartache and, and trouble. So we'll talk about another thing. Do you have any more you want to say on that? I don't believe so. Okay. I well, do have some more Bible verses. Oh, yeah, I got but... some too. Uh, 
another thing we're going to go into, and we're going to try not to what are you uh, be much longer. It's be I heard a, I'll be right back. Okay. It is be a example of what a Christian is for your kids. Don't just, and Brianna just alluded to this a few minutes ago about when she's cooking or something, letting her kids letting our kids see her pray and and seek the lord versus getting out of sorts and 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 losing your temper and i had a problem with that for a long time and i had like a short temper or i would just and not that i would do anything i wasn't cussing or going crazy or but i just wasn't acting in a godly manner that i should have been and there was uh times the Lord corrected me for that and I had to ask the Lord to help me to be I'm talking about being an example like you you've done kind of touched on a little bit but we'll cover it a little bit more here being examples for our kids I was saying how I had struggles with anger and just like my temper oh yeah I got some Uh, to say about that (laughs) times and even right now it's hard whenever you tell your kids something like 50 times and then they keep doing it again you want to lose your temper and be like oh no and this and it's easy to do that yes but guys we must remember that our kids is always watching us yes, even they like are. maybe me and brianna is not uh maybe we're having a disagreement about something and i talk loud so there's times i'm coming across like i'm screaming <laughs> but i'm really just when i'm when i'm excited or into a conversation I talk or loud angry. or angry. I talk loud. So there's times I got to remember, hey, my kids are watching. I, I got to Ephesians 6 and 4. <laughs> okay, go ahead. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nur- nurture and abnum- admonition. admonition. That's hard for me to say. Of the Lord. Colossians 3 and 21. Fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Wrath and anger is pretty much the same thing. Yes. It's the same thing. I looked up both things, and they're both the same thing. Um, Ephesians says, Bring up your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Do not provoke your children to anger. When you see them get angry at something, just don't act on it like that. Like, right. And I have a problem with that. See, like, whenever Finnefore followed in my family's, my dad <laughs> and my grandpa's footsteps, I guess it's into the Eddington family to have quick tempers. So he is like the same way. He goes like zero to a hundred within two seconds. So there's times he is mad about something. We've had to correct him. And then I'm wanting to keep on giving him lectures and stuff. And he's just not at the, he's not into the mindset or the mood to hear it. And that's what my wife is talking about there. Instead of me waiting and letting him cool down, I end up getting myself more mad and then making him worse because neither one of us are right there into that moment, into the place. I'm not, I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of, uh, heated up, I guess, about what he done or something. And he's all upset because we had to correct him and both of us just get into a, a place where we ain't benefiting either one from it. So, and that is what she's talking about there. But as parents, we must be a living example of what a Christian is for our kids. The Bible says in First Peter 5 and 3, Neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being in samples to the flocks, to the flock. And mom and dads, 
whoever is listening, let me say this. Our kids is our flock, so to speak. We must watch them just as a shepherd watches his flock. And I know that relates to pastors over the congregation. It also relates to the Lord over us. But let's talk about it from a mom and dad to their kids. They are entrusted to us. And we have Cohen sitting here in mom's lap right Cohen now. Cohen is third He's, guest. He is joining the podcast. Welcome, son. So, it is uh, the, the children is committed to our trust. And we must be careful of the things we say. You know, we always had the thing, uh, do as I say, not as I do. And that is what yeah. we try to teach our kids well you don't do what i'm doing you just do as i say guys that never works they end up doing the same exact thing you are doing it is monkey see monkey do they're gonna follow in your footsteps so you better make for sure which way your footsteps is headed mom you can take over from there okay i got i'm gonna read in deuteronomy uh six five through nine you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Sorry, Cohen is pulling on the wires. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as your frontlets between your eyes you shall write them on doorposts of your house and on your gates and i'm also going to read it in another translation god's word love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength take to heart these words that i give you today repeat them to your children talk about them when you're at home or away when you lie down or when you get up uh, tie them around your wrist and wear them as headbands and as a reminder um <clears throat> And I just wanted to say, uh, it, you have to constantly talk to your children about the Lord. Don't slack on it. That's one of the main things that, that's hard for me to do is actually talk to my kids about the Lord. But I, I honestly want to do it more than what I do it now. And it's it's hard for me to do. It's hard to it's hard to teach, to tell Finny Four stuff about God because I don't want to tell him anything wrong. That's my biggest fear is to lead him wrong in the in the Lord. And that's something I don't want to do. And um, let's see, I had another one. Uh, Ephesians 6, 1 through 4. Children, obey your parents because you are Christians. This is the right thing to do. And this is from God's word too. Honor your father and mother that everything may go well for you and you may have a long life on earth. This is an important commandment with a promise. Fathers, don't make your children bitter about life. Instead, bring them up in Christian discipline. I don't have it in King James Version, but um, I only have it in God's Word because to me it's explainable more. Do you have anything to say about that? Oh, yes. There is a quote I really like. I'm really big on quotes for those who don't know. Brianna makes fun of me all the time for them. (laughs) I even write them all down, the ones that I really like. But... Uh, it I says like this, it is not our job to raise Christian children. Don't throw me out the door. Hang on. <laughs> it is not our job to raise Christian children. It is our job to model what a Christian is for our children. 
Mark Spence said that, and he said it is not our job to raise them, uh, to raise Christian children. It is our job to model what a Christian looks like for our children. And guys, that just stuck with me. It's so true. My job is not to sermonize my kids and just, I'm trying to get a decision of, out of them to follow the Lord. But no, I need to, me and Brianna needs to live our life in such a way that that alone compel, compels them to become saved, that the Lord can work through us and minister to our kids through our lives, through our examples, that we're not saying one thing and doing something else. You know, you'll never know how that might minister to your children. Seeing mom and dad pray together, something me and Brianna yeah. was just talking about the night we need to do more of. Seeing mom and dad have Bible study together. Seeing dad whenever maybe somebody does him wrong. Seeing dad turn the cheek and walk the other way. Seeing mom mm-hmm. handle uh, the pressures of things that she must face. Handling them in a godly manner. You'll never know how how much that will minister to your kids and how the Lord can use that and show them what a Christian looks like, what godly people truly are. I want to say one more thing. Um, and another, th- we got to really be on guard at what our kids watch. Yes, and that is going to be our ending thing we're going yes, to talk about here. Yes, I want to talk about this real quick. Letting them watch TV. I was watching, my son was watching um, Disney Junior. I think that was today, wasn't it? Earlier yes. today. And there was some stuff on there that I didn't really like that for him to hear and watch and see and all that because he repeats everything. Yes. And he he watches everything like he really gets into his shows. And when we mean he watches everything, we're not meaning we let him watch everything. We're mean like right. he's really paying he really attention. He's attentive yeah. to whatever he watches. Yes. And when you if, if he's watching something and you say Finny, 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 he will not listen at you. He gets he, that from his me. His head is in the TV, and that's a scary thing. <laughs> so that's the last like subject we're going to talk on is as parents we must always be on guard not only for yes. ourselves. You know the Bible says in. First Peter 5 and 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Now, we always talk about that for us as Christians to be diligent for ourselves, because the enemy is out there as a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. He's as. We'll add that. Yeah. But it's not only, we must not only be on guards for ourselves, but we must be on guards for our on guard for our children. They are, I want you to picture them as something real fragile and delicate at a young age guys yes. children are pliable they are much yeah. easy much e- much really easier influence. swayed and influenced than what an adult is and adults can still be influenced and swayed and things but kids at the age when they are coming up to that three and four and five and up into their teen years they are so easy influenced and swayed and do not think yes. i will be careful because i don't want to get this took off of here i don't know the rules and stuff but do not think for one minute that all the TV shows, I'm talking about cartoons, do not think cartoons. for a minute they, that they don't My have an Tony. agenda or a motive behind their cartoons. They do. You can look up some of the producers at Disney, the and they are telling you that they have a agenda, that they have a motive, that they're trying to push all this uh, transgender and same-sex uh, same sex ideas and, and all this stuff about racism and all these things. They are pushing it in their cartoons. Cartoons... Yes. Is no longer a and cartoon. Even on YouTube, like yes. there's ads that pop up, and you have no control over the ads popping up on what your kids is watching. So you really need to keep your eye on what they're watching on YouTube too. Yes, definitely be on guard. Like I said, music, uh, TV, games. 
uh, YouTube, that, that is just, that guys, that is prime territory for the devil to plant his seeds and to grab a hold of them from a young age. Internet, yes. can, internet has destroyed many of men that has got on there and had addictions, many of women alike. So we must be very careful. Be on guard what your kids are watching. We must be on guard physically and spiritually. Yes. Keep an eye on them. Pay attention to their behavior, you know, not just physically but spiritually is something bothering it and then get to the bottom of it what is doing that push godly things guys just always try to be an example be mindful of what they're watching be mindful of what you're watching mom and dad you know so many times you know i've told that to brianna there's things that i know that uh maybe i used to watch that I won't even watch now not because it says anything bad or not but i just think it's a little too mature for the kids you and i'll be like be that. yes i'm like man i don't even want them i don't even want them hearing that or want them seeing that and there's even down to i'm trying to go fast because i don't want to okay. take too long but even down to commercials right now is like i mean it's going there's commercials you got to turn like you can't even let you you don't even want to watch the commercials so guys be on guard not only for your own walk with the lord but for the sake of your children, that enemies out there to steal, kill, and destroy, and he would love nothing better to, than to lead your children down uh, broken and dead-end paths. So I pray that this, pod, this episode on the podcast has blessed you, it has encouraged you. Please forgive us once again. I know we have went a little bit longer than what we said, but... If you are enjoying the episodes, please share them with somebody else. Comment on them if you have something you want to say or suggest. Forgive and us. I'm so sorry about having to go check on Cohen and yes. actually he's right here on me right now. <laughs> we, I've sorry been trying for to get him kids. off a formula, so yes, a little bit of a struggle. Yes. So uh, <laughs> overlook our poor audio quality. I promise. Into the future, we are working on getting some better sound equipment. Not having to share one mic. We're trying to improve. So it just takes time we're with in the with the lord's help we are going to move into the right direction with the podcast but i pray it blessed you guys and we'll see you next week on i think biblically